What's up, guys? Welcome back to Unified Mood. As always, I am so grateful for you to be joining me here today. Today, we are going to be talking all about why your perceived imperfections make you uniquely who you are, which is a topic that I am so excited to be talking about and something that I have really always, uh, well, not always, but most of my adult life, I have really embraced uh, my perceived imperfections. So this is something that I think is going to be extremely valuable to you guys for no whatever stage you are at the journey. I am filming. I have just finished today, this morning, which is a very exciting day for me. I have just finished editing all of the syllabus for my up and coming course that is coming up uh, I have, uh, you know, it was really interesting. I think that I had elements of imposter syndrome when I actually went to initially create this course because I think it's it's something that you've never done before, right? It's something in the back of your mind that you're like, I've never done this before. There's people that are so much more established in this area. And so that fear of uh, not being good enough definitely lingers in the back of your mind when you start a venture. Um, but now when I sit here as I reflect and because I've been consuming it, like it's like maybe like over 10 hours worth of video content that I then watch back and I've just heard my words and I've really let them sit with me. It is like so exciting for me to be knowing that all of this knowledge and all of my years of knowledge are going to be helping you guys create the lives that you have always dreamed of. And the reason that I started this course, the reason that I even started this podcast was that I wanted to empower people to really take ownership of uh, who they can be in life, uh, really step into the person that they can be in life and to really fight for their dreams, to really fight for the things that they want in life. But I think it's very easy for most people to say, well, okay, fine, that's cool, like to fight for your dreams and everything. But like, how do I even do it? Like, how do I even know how to dare to dream? And this of course is really all of that. It is giving you all practical skill sets of uh, how to get over imposter syndrome. There is a whole educational section about that, how to goal set, how to do brain dumping sessions, how to create morning routines, how to act confidently. There is so much value in here that is going to really create and I'm just like I'm just genuinely excited because I know that for a lot of you guys, when you take the time to listen to this course and you actually listen to my words and then practically get to apply to it, that you will actually be breaking out of your nine to fives. You will be doing really cool, extraordinary things. Uh, so for me at this moment, it is just like a exciting because during this crazy month of Ryan's car being stolen and going back into work and trying to navigate through that, I have still stayed consistent and compliant to my routine and structure and hitting my pace and my timelines to get this course out. But also to know that I'm going to be empowering like a lot of people potentially with this is just super, super cool. But uh, that is not what I'm here waffling on about today. Yes, I'm very excited about it, but no, that is not what I'm here for today. Today, I am going to bring up this topic because I think it was really brought to light to me recently. I hadn't really thought about it for, I honestly hadn't thought about it for so, so long. But recently when I did a TikTok talking about Ryan's car, right? I did a talk TikTok talking all about the fact that we were like the story about what happened in the, um, when the car got stolen and everything that we were going through. And the reason that I created was because I knew that TikTok would be a place that had like extreme virality and that if it got to thousands of people that or like more than that, then it could potentially get to the right people that could help us get the car back. 
And uh, I really wasn't expecting to get the amount of hate on it. Like I honestly, in the back of my mind, it was not even, and because we're in a matter of crisis, like I definitely wasn't thinking that. And I also encouraged Ryan at the same time to do TikToks too. And I have a really thick skin. Like I am super, super, like I just do not give a fuck anymore what people think of me. Like if you like me, you like me. If you don't, that's cool. Uh, But Ryan, I don't think takes it as well. I think for him that he was getting a lot, a lot of hate. And because he was so stressed already, like he was already like, oh my God, my car is going, my life is in shambles, like everything is falling apart, to then having like thousands, and I'm not talking about just like a few hundred people or anything, like thousands and thousands of people coming at him and calling him an idiot and saying, how dare you not have insurance, like you idiot. I think for him, that was like, quite overwhelming at the start. I think he was actually kind of pissed off at me being like, why would you even entertain that into my idea? But uh, I'm glad that I pushed it because it did actually get us some incredible leads and connect us with some people. But regardless, uh, when you are already feeling super vulnerable and you're really exhausted and you're at absolute max to then invite all of this criticism and this hate and this mass amount of people into your space, that was definitely an overwhelming thing. For me, I didn't really get so jaded about it. At the start, when I first read the comments, I was like, oh fuck, I completely forgot this about me. Like I genuinely forgot that I have something that is different about me because I just have never been held back from it before and I've never thought anything about it. And people in the comments, yes, they were going on about insurance and that my boyfriend was an idiot and yada, yada, whatever. But they were really, really hung up about the fact that my voice, there's an inflection. So I sing the ends of my words. Sometimes it's more prominent than others. And then other times it's not. And uh, there is, if you go to the post on my TikTok, there is thousands of people hating on me about my inflection. There is so, so many people doing it. And it doesn't even in the remotest slightest way affect me and I know that I've got like a deeper inner peace about loving myself and self-acceptance to be at that place and that's what I want to encourage you guys to be able to get to that place too and I remember the first time that I was made aware that I had an inflection my whole entire life growing up no one had said anything never thought anything of it I was in my final year of my law degree. I was working at reception of a gym and we had to do like sale, like cold calling sales calls. And uh, during the training course, the woman got to the end and she was like, look, you are a born salesperson. You are amazing at selling. This is a really, really good avenue for you. But uh, I do think that your inflection will hold you back. And I was like, my what? <laughs> and she was like, your inflection. And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> And she was like, uh, you sing like the end of your words really curve upwards. And it is like a very, uh, like I guess an Australian thing. Australian people do really sing their words, but not to the degree that I do. And I was like, what? I do? I had, I honestly had no idea. Like I never had ever thought that about me because you talk so frequently, right? And if nobody's ever told you before anything different, maybe people have thought it before, but if no one's ever said anything to you, it, uh, it really doesn't affect you. And I think it's almost like as a child, you know, when you're a child and there's no standards of what you should look like or what's right or what society perceives of what is right and wrong, that you don't think anything of it and you just seamlessly move through life. And it's like, it is what it is. Take it or leave it. It doesn't really matter. And I sat there and I was like, oh, wow. And she's like, I would highly recommend that you go and get speech therapy. I think that you should really out-train that. You'd be an amazing public speaker. But And I've done like public speaking for my 
my whole childhood life. I was in musicals. I was uh, in my lot. No one's ever said anything to me. So like to be an adult or an always adult, I would say, and for this to come to you, you're like, what? And I got home and I was like, I was so upset. I was so upset because I was like, I've just been walking around my whole entire life talking and speaking my mind freely. And I just, have people been saying this about me? Like, have people been thinking this about me? And my mum looked at me and I was like, mum, do I have to go and go and see someone? Do I have to just like start getting like a speech pathologist? Like, what do I do? Like, am I going to not be successful in life? Like, what happens here? And my mum looked at me straight in the face and I will never forget it. And she said, Henrietta, your inflection makes you uniquely who you are. There is absolutely no way that you are going to change something about you that makes you uniquely who you are. And I, like, I always get shivers because I just remember it flooding me with just this inner peace of like, oh, okay. Because like my mum is someone I really respect. My parents are both people I really respect. And if they tell me that it's okay, like uh, it's a, a level of approval that I know that it's okay. It's a very settling feeling. And uh, I looked at my mum and I was like, are you sure? And she was like, Henrietta, there is no way. There is no way that you are changing something about yourself. There is absolutely not any person in the whole entire world that can change who you are and like this is the why if you're wondering why I am the person that I am like look to my parents because uh, that's what's been drummed into me since I was a very young age and through my fundamental years and when you even look at this circumstance of uh, my mom telling me that my inflection was normal and that I was to embrace it and to own it and to take that as a part of who I am that's always resonated to my mom is a pillar of support when I go to her if I'm ever like concerned about things in life she will very much drum that back into me and so that's what I would like to be able to be back to you guys and so when people come at me and a mass amount of people in like it's what, how many years later come back at me and say you need to change your inflection you say er at the end and they keep on going on and on and everything about it it doesn't really matter to me. Like, I honestly don't care because uh, this is something that makes me uniquely who I am. There is no one else that speaks like me in this world. There is nobody that has my mind. There is nobody that has the way that I look, the way that I feel, the way that I speak. And these are all parts that make me uniquely who I am. And that is worth fighting for. And that is worth standing for. And uh, I want for you guys to really understand, I want you to really deeply think about as well, because it's very easy in society for standards to be set, right? That is very easy for people to, in mass, to decide that this is society's norms. This is the way that you're meant to look. This is the weight you're meant to have. This is the skin that you're meant to look like. This is the photoshopped bodies and all of those elements there is a conditioning there is a society conditioning that you are meant to look and speak and think as well like think about how much we are controlled about what we are able to speak about these days and the way that people do not have free speech the way that people do get call out culture and that they are so limited to their speech but all of these things the way that you see the world the way that you speak in the world the way that you feel in the world the way that you look in the world are all a an amazing amalgamation of what you make you uniquely you 
And so that is worth fighting for. Stepping into the person that you are and saying, fuck what society thinks. Uh, I want to be who I am. I want to stand up for what I want to believe in. And I just want to stay true to that. That is something so, so empowering. And that is something so, so worth that you need to be thinking about. Because it's definitely something that is worth uh, making time and space and energy for. And I'm not telling you that accepting who you are for uniquely who you are is a very easy process because society has conditioned us to thinking that we have to look a certain way and we really have to fit a certain mold of it. And you can't expect society to change overnight. You cannot expect people's ideas and opinions to change to align to what your opinions are. Yes, you can try and make an impact on the world and a positive impact in the world as I fight to do every single day, but you cannot force people who don't want to change their mindset into thinking anything other and it all it all lies down to the way that people see the world. It lies down to the way that people have been conditioned to thinking. And uh, it also matters about their past and what has made them the person that they are. Because the people that are often coming at you for the way that you might look or the way that you might speak or what your opinions are, are often the people of society who have a real deep-seated insecurities that they are trying to inflict on you. And... Uh, I looked at that because I was just like just thinking before and I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to have a look at some of these like TikToker profiles, right? I'm going to have a look at some of these people that are coming at me, these faceless, uh, these faceless trolls. Uh, and I looked at them and it's all zero posts. It is zero followers and following thousands of people. It is the dregs of society who are deciding that because they have such an unhappy existence and that they are miserable and they are jealous and they are envious of uh, you being confident and courageous enough to really own who you are, that they feel that they are entitled to take that away from you. Because you have to remember that people who don't have the courage that you do to fight for being who you are as a person are the people of society who will never go places and will always stay the same sitting behind a phone trolling random people on social media. And so I have a level of empathy for those people. I'm not saying I condone their behavior. I I genuinely feel sad for humans that didn't have parents like my mum. Like I genuinely feel so desperately sad for people that didn't have someone that could look them down in the eyes and when they were feeling, they they were bullied at school, if they didn't get the job that they want, if they haven't got the life that they wanted. I I wish that they had parents like mine that could have looked at them and said, you own who you are and you just keep on fighting because these people have given up. These people have decided that the fight is too hard. They have decided that they don't want to fight for being who they are anymore because they're exhausted and they're over it and they've been rejected by society a million times over. And so their constant rejection, their constant failures have made them a really dark, twisted individual. So when you are posting on social media or when you are being vulnerable in life in every circumstance, uh, you are going to have people that didn't have a mum. And maybe you are a person. Maybe you are listening to this podcast and you're thinking, wow, I actually have taken out my own, uh, I guess, envy uh, for someone's courage or their confidence. Uh, I've taken it out on that person before because I have my own deep-seated insecurities that I've never been able to deal with and really been vulnerable with and so a you can be a better human right you're listening to this podcast you're listening to this conversation about me talking about owning your perceived imperfections 
So, yes, you may not have worked amazing in the past. Maybe you didn't respond to something great in the past and maybe you did have a bully moment or a mean girl moment and maybe you didn't act as the most amazing human but your past version of yourself doesn't have to define the future version of yourself so you can do better and you can release that sadness you can release that idea that your perceived imperfection is a flaw about you and you can decide you know what I want to own every single part of me I want to as Henny's mum said embrace every single fiber of my being and decide you know what Uh, Fuck what society thinks. Fuck what other people think. And I really want to stay true to my who I am as a person. And I think that that's a really exciting thing as an adult as well because you have to think about... I think the most toxic relationship that you can possibly be in is in a toxic relationship with yourself. Everyone talks about the terrible boyfriend and the bad friends and whatever, but there are so many humans that are in a toxic relationship with themselves and they are refusing to break up with that and they're holding on to that terrible relationship instead of breaking out up with that relationship and really liberating their soul and so you have an opportunity to break up with the toxic version of yourself and uh, to choose uh, the new relationship to start the new relationship with yourself about speaking kinder to yourself uh, I think that is so so important being kinder to yourself and pushing back rebuttal I've always said this I say this a million times over you have to be prepared that your mind is conditioned to think negative things about yourself what are you prepared with with positive reinforcement that can push back always so when you are sitting in society and you are in a room full of people and you are self-comparing yourself to the people around you maybe you're at a gym maybe you're out at a club maybe you are at the grocery shop and you find your mind drifting into I do not look like that person you need to be able to rebuttal back but say but I do look like this person and that is something so so amazing and so wonderful too So I'm not naive to think that you can just snap your fingers and think that's completely normal and it's not going to fuss me. Like I would love for you guys all to be at the stage that I am about like caring about what people think of me and my opinions and everything. But sadly, it does take a bit of time and practice, but it is worth taking the time and practice for and being consistent with it and really applying yourself and really saying it stepping into that new relationship and uh, you know it's like it's, it's like starting a whole new relationship you get a, pl- a blank canvas you can start a new relationship with yourself and I think part of 2023 for me and my goals and my aspirations is uh, overcoming sort of any inferior syndromes that I've ever had before about myself uh, owning who I am, standing up for the things that I believe in and encouraging people to do that as well. But most of all, for people to fighting for their fairy tale. And maybe that is self-love. Maybe for you, one of your biggest demons in life is that you are so negative about the way that you speak, the way that you feel, the way that you look, the way that you think, the way that your life is, uh, that you have been a prisoner to your existence for so, so long. And you are so ready to just wake up in the morning and... uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say something that Ryan's dad said. <laughs> but wake up in the morning, and Ryan's dad said it the other day. It was from some like doctor that he reads like Gundry or something. He said, "Look, wake up, look in the mirror, pull your shoulders back, and say." geez, I look good today. And I love that. Like, I love that so much that you guys can wake up, maybe not, geez, I look good today, but you know what, that you can wake up and you can look at yourself in the mirror and you can say, I fucking love who I am for just the way that I am. And maybe that is your mantra. Maybe that is what you wake up and say. And instead of uh, waking up and looking yourself in the mirror and saying, 
all of these negative things about yourself and thinking about like social media and scrolling on social media and looking at all these perfect lives and these perfect bodies and these perfect people that you come back to reality remove the social media PS from your morning routine. I'm just going to say that every podcast until you start doing it because it is heavenly. It is so, so heavenly. But when you remove the idea that the idea of society is perfection and you really step into the person that you are and every single thing that makes you uniquely that you who you are, like every little fiber about you from your little pinky toe right up to the top of your head, from the, your mind, from the way that you speak, for everything. I want for you guys to start conditioning your mind that that is your superpower in your life. Your perceived imperfections are your superpowers in life. And as soon as you start embracing them, owning them, and then throwing them out into the world is when you are truly going to be living the life that you should. And it is going to be the most monumental, exciting day when you can truly step out of your front door and into the world and say, fuck what people think. Fuck everyone's ideas of what I should and shouldn't do. Fuck their ideas about the way that I look. Fuck their ideas about what I think. And I'm just going to own it and say it is what it is. Um, And if you're on social media, if you are someone that is like putting themselves out there on social media... People are, as I said, toxic and hideous and it's all from their own deep-seated insecurities. So don't even worry about those people. I don't even give a shit. I only like, I I think I read when I first like saw it, it was honestly just like, oh my God, I forgot that I even have an inflection. And then I was like, oh, I'm not going to read it. But then Ryan was like, kept on reading the messages and everything. And I was like, bro, stop reading it. I was just like, these people are crazy. Like they're spending their time sitting at home trolling strangers. Surely surely people have something better to do it's just like really resonates into my mind that people also complain that they don't have time but then they have time to be trolling strangers on social media so I just I don't know what people do with it at the time but uh, I want you guys to remember I want for you guys to really sit with this conversation today and I want for you guys to really take this into mind that uh, everything about you is unique everything about you is authentically you The world loves to see people being authentically themselves. So I would love for you to go out there today and be your authentic self. Fuck what people think. Fuck society's norms. You do you for you. And you step into the life that you absolutely deserve. Guys, uh, I hope you are shining so fucking bright today that you burn their eyes out. I have sworn a lot today. Why do I keep on saying the F-bomb? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I hope you do. I hope you're being a kind person to other people. I hope you are hyping the hell out of strangers today. Hyping up other people is such a crucial part of the way that our society should be because the moment that you say something great to somebody else ripples into their day makes them a happier person and it passes it on it's paying it forward in the easiest way and also you never know what demons that person's battling for that day too so your kind words could have a, such an positive impact thank you guys for joining me today as always if you liked the podcast please make sure to give me a review hit that subscribe button or give it a share onto your socials uh, thank you guys i hope you have a beautiful day and i will talk to you guys soon Yeah. <laughs>